Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to today. Cannot wait. Uh, but real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Uh, like I said, a ton of great headlines, some bizarre headlines that I can't wait to get into. It's uh, it's interesting around here. I'm trying to record earlier in the morning, and, and what sucks is it's a bad combination. One, getting up early and just trying to bring the heat. I just like to bring the heat, you know, early in the morning. Kind of hard to do sometimes unless you get some caffeine pumping in you which I got, and also the whole family, well, I should say three-fourths, everybody but my wife were all fighting off something kind of, some lingering, feel-like-garbage, but not full-on horribly sick. Just enough to piss you off and and make you not 100%. So yesterday was a struggle. I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to be able to just blow through this and just give the double bird not just one bird, but double bird to whatever's, you know, whatever illness is trying to uh, dig over me. But it's not. It's not. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, you know how that is. It's like you don't feel really sick, but just enough to piss you off and make you just like, well, why did I say that? Why didn't I say this? Instead, just just enough to fuck you up. Anyway, you know what we need to do? Speaking of fucking shit up, let's fuck shit up. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this is, I normally I don't talk about this stuff because ultimately I don't care, but it, it's kind of bizarre. Old people having babies. <laughs> Again. Don't really care. But you saw this like a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago. Robert De Niro, who's 79, just got his wife pregnant. And so I don't even know how many kids he has. But then yesterday I saw Al Pacino, who's 81. He's going to have a baby. By the time Al Pacino's baby turns 18, Al Pacino, assuming he's still alive and kicking, is going to be 101. What the hell? I don't get that. Now, that being said, whatever, they're seemingly happy. And that's all that matters, right? At the end of the day, who cares? But <laughs> putting on my judgy hat, what the hell? What the hell? It, it's bizarre for that for that kid because growing up, you're going to have a geriatric uh, father. What fun is that? I'm borderline geriatric because I can't hardly move sometimes because of just injuries, but I go out there and I do my best, like playing football with my son, which is which is always fun. He's getting better and better at throwing a spiral, and I love that. And he's getting better at throwing a baseball, still needs to work on catching. My daughter, she's she's an amazing basketball player, great at defense, great at dribbling. And, you know, she's just so little, it's hard for her to shoot, but she's going to get there. I guarantee you. And it's fun, but I can't imagine subtracting that out of my life. So, yeah, while on one hand I say, well, you know what, as long as they're happy, the other part of me is judging the shit out of them and going, why would you do that? 
Why would you do that to your kids? But that's me as a father, and you may look down on me for saying that, but geez, man, it doesn't make much sense to me. 81 years old and popping out a kid. I mean, he's not popping out a kid. He popped a kid in her in <laughs> in nine months. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out. And man, 101, assuming that he's alive. That's horrible. Horrible. Imagine that graduation. He's like, I'm happy for you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, but it's true. Any of you out there right now that are in your 50s or above, could you imagine all of a sudden that you just have a, another kid? That would be hard. That would be hard to do. Like my kids, since they're eight and 10, we've already gone through the rough stuff. Imagine being all of a sudden you hit reset and you got to start changing diapers. You're hardly getting any sleep at night. Now, that being said, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, they can afford to buy somebody or, or pay somebody, I should say, to help take care of the baby and do a lot of hard work. I know a former NFL player, former Denver Bronco that I worked with a little bit and he was sitting there going, Oh, it's so tough being a, a parent. He's like, you got to pay the, and he starts talking about how he has a nanny that does all the hard work. The nanny sleep tra train, the kid and the nanny does this, the nanny does that. And he's like, keeping her on a schedule and doing all. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? No, that's what the parent's supposed to do. Oh, it's so bizarre. This is a different world, man. Different world. It was funny because me working with, with these guys that made millions of dollars and you know, like we're in the same room, have having conversations with each other on a daily basis. And then you realize how far apart we actually are. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, I, me personally, as somebody that's not making a million dollars plus a year, I, I can't wrap my mind around hitting that respect reset button and starting over again and going through the grind. Cause it is a grind when you have a kid. And sometimes people forget about that. You think about all the the late night feedings and and just the chaos. Sometimes kids, some kids cry more than others. All that stuff. Oh my god! Now that being said, they're freaking adorable. But if you got to actually take care of them, that's that's pretty tough. So I guess in a sense, congratulations to Al Pacino and Robert De Niro for having a kid. But yeah, I'm I, I don't I don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't. The cheese rolling race has been held at Cooper's Hill, about a hundred miles west of London, since at least they think at least 1826. It's the sport of cheese rolling, and it's believed to actually be much older than that. So what they do is they have a seven-pound wheel of double Gloucester cheese. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it. And they roll it down the hill. It, it's almost like a straight vertical drop hill. It's insane. It's 200 yards down. If you've ever seen the video of these people, it's... If I was like 18, I would go do that. No problem. Uh, why not? 
to say you did, oh, that would be fantastic. But basically, you, you're chasing down the wheel of cheese. They roll down the cheese, and then people just run after it. The first racer to finish behind the, the cheese gets to keep it. <laughs> uh, you got a broken bone, a fractured spine. Here's your big seven-pound uh, wheel of cheese. Wow. Thank you, I guess. All this cheese talk has me thinking about uh, Anchorman. You pooped in the refrigerator and you ate a whole wheel of cheese? How'd you do that? It's actually, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. That's so funny, Baxter. Eating a whole wheel of cheese on your own. You know how messed up you would be if you did that? It's either it's either going to back you up or it's just going to release everything. You got two choices. And sometimes you just don't know how it's going to roll. <laughs> would you ever do this? The, the, the whole cheese rolling thing? So in the women's race, a Canadian contestant named Delaney Irving, she's 19 years old. She actually won the race for the women's division. But at one point during the race, she was knocked unconscious. <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed. She's that's scary stuff to get knocked unconscious. And who knows? Like she may have brain damage for the rest of her life. But hey, she won a wheel of cheese. I guess that's okay. This is what she said. I just remember hitting my head, and now I have the cheese. <laughs> and she's from British Columbia uh, over up in uh, Canada. She's like, oh, I don't know. I just won this cheese, eh? It's fantastic, eh? Now I'm going to drink some beer, eh? Oh, sorry about that. My son's listening. That's the way Canadians talk. Dead ringer for the way Canadians talk. Jackson, my 10-year-old son, would you ever run down a hill that's extremely steep, about 200 yards, chasing a seven-pound wheel of cheese. Keep in mind, bodies are flying everywhere because running down a very steep hill that's almost a straight drop is, is almost impossible to do. Would you do that for 200 yards? It's two football fields. Would you do that? You win a wheel of cheese afterwards. You'd commit to the bit. Okay, that's my son. You can't do that until you're 18 because I ain't paying for your medical bills. Yeah, no, I'm not. not. <laughs> Better get a good job. This is America. You have to pay for your bills. <laughs> anyway, it's interesting. Also, a, a man, uh, he's 28 years old, Matt uh, Krola. He's from Manchester. Won the first uh, first of several men's races. And they asked him, how do you, how'd you prepare for this? He said, I don't think you can train for it, can you? It's just being an idiot. Yeah, you have to have that idiot mentality to do stuff like that. And it, it reminds me of back in the day, the one time I did it. The one time. I'm not saying I was like freaking awesome at it. No, I was horrible at it. The one time. I did this. I paid $10 at a ranch up in Brighton, Colorado, and I rode a bull. And depending on who you ask, it was either two seconds or maybe it was a second that I lasted. And you just have to have that idiot mentality for a brief moment to say that you're going to do something like that. 
And, and that's what I had. I, I was I was 18, young and dumb. Now, that being said, I knew that it was horrible for me and just didn't seem like a good idea for my future to continue on that path because the gate pops open and you're going from zero to feels like 200 miles an hour, if not more, in a matter of like a half a second, a blink of an eye. Thankfully, I didn't get bucked off in the chute because that would have been embarrassing. I at least made it out of the chute for all you cowboys out there, cowgirls. You, you know what I'm talking about. As soon as that gate opens, at least I made it into the arena, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it didn't last long. And next thing you know, I, I fly in the air and I twist and I land on my right shoulder and my head. I had a pager on to kind of give you an idea of the era that we were in when we did this. And for some stupid reason, I had my pager on and landed basically on that whole side of my body, shot up and immediately looked for the bull and then just ran towards the fence and just shot up the fence as fast as I've ever been. And running in cowboy boots sometimes just ain't easy. But I did it. I can say I did it. A lot of people have never done it, and it's completely different than riding a mechanical bull for anybody out there. Be like, oh, I, you know, I ride a mechanical bull. It's the same thing, right? Wee, wee, oop, my titty fell out. Wee. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if you can readjust and put your titty back in, it, it's not an actual thing. It's it's not an actual uh, skill, okay? Right? It's not something tough. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Look at them. Look at them fly. <laughs> now you all have that that image in your head of whether it's yourself or or somebody you know with big old big old cans just getting knocked around and like, whoa shit, they fell out. <laughs> I know some of you ladies that listen, they're like, yeah. That would be awful. And some of you are like, I wish they could come out. It's the same thing with guys. Don't, don't, ladies, don't worry about your breast size. No, no, not a big deal at all. Uh, you're beautiful the way you are. Okay. Jeez. Uh, speaking of, of, I guess, glamour in a sense, a beauty pageant went chaotic. A husband stormed off the stage up in Brazil he was mad because his wife didn't win first prize. She got second place. So he got pissed off. Like I said, stormed the stage, grabbed the crown off of the, the actual winner, threw it down, shattered the, the crown or tiara, whatever it's called. And then he had to be removed and stuff like that. Jesus Christ. Okay. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I get it. I get it. You 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 believe so much in, in your significant other that that you, you you know you think nobody's better than them. That's fine. I get it. Like if my wife won and or came second place in, in anything, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, whatever, that person's an asshole. They shouldn't have won. Should have been her the whole time. Fuck this. Well, you know, you know, you just be like, I don't know what she did. She probably she's probably that lady's probably doing this or that guy's probably, you know, doing that. 
That's why he won or she won over her. What an asshole. But I'm not going to go storm the stage and be like, no, fuck you. She should have won. Do you think that's going to help the situation? Because it's not. It's not. All that does is your wife handled herself properly from everything I can, can tell, everything I've watched. She handled herself just fine. But the husband is the one that just tainted the whole thing. She came in second place. She should be proud of that. Whatever. Fucking poor sport. <laughs> so annoying. How embarrassing for her. You go up there. You don't win. You're like, damn it. So close. And then ne next thing you know, your spouse is coming up there. And you're like, no, they deserve to win. <laughs> no, fuck you, everybody. This thing's rigged. <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing. Be like, um, um. Am I the only one seeing this? This is awful. This is getting a lot of mixed reviews, but it's not a new thing. It's just social media and media in general just kind of blow things out of proportion. And let's be honest, we're kind of a uh, overreactive society now. Air New Zealand for the next five weeks are going to be weighing all their passengers that are boarding their flights in a bid to determine the average weight of their flyers. There's two sets of scales that will be set up at Auckland International Airport, and the data will give the airline insight into the weight of everything on board the flight. The airline has stressed that taking part is completely voluntary and will involve the participants standing on the scale with their hand luggage on the other. Okay? So one scale's for the person, the other scale is for their hand carry-on luggage. Air New Zealand Load Control Specialist Alistar J James. By the way, Alistar, that's kind of a cool name, Alistar. Anyway, he said, uh, we know stepping on the scales can be daunting. We want to reassure our customers there is no visible display anywhere. We need to know the weights of everything that go on board our aircraft. For passengers or customers, crew, and their cabin bags, we use an average weight, and that average weight comes from this survey. He went on to explain that over 10,000 people will need to be weighed in order to get a reasonable sample of the traveling public. And it's worth noting that this isn't the first time that they've done this. They do this every five years. And it's all about weight distribution on the plane, okay? So I looked this up, and this is via NASA. NASA, they're smart people. And when you talk about the importance of weight distribution on a plane, there's a lot that goes into this. Now, obviously, it would be nice if I actually had uh, a NASA scientist on here to actually discuss it. And they'd be like, yeah, this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I'll ask a follow-up question. They're like, Scott, that's a, a brilliant follow-up question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, but I don't. I don't have that. <laughs> so instead, I have Scientist to Huff. So Scientist to Huff, can you come here? Uh, yes, sir, sir, certainly. Uh, can you explain weight distribution on a plane? <laughs> yes, for an airplane, weight is force, which is always directed towards the center of the Earth. <laughs> Uh, the magnitude of this force depends on the mass of all the parts of the airplane itself, plus the amount of fuel 
Yeah, plus any payload on board, people, baggage, freight. All right. Uh, the weight is distributed throughout the airplane, but we can often think of it as collected and acting through a single point called the center of gravity. In flight, the airplane rotates about a center of gravity, but uh, the direction of the weight force always remains toward the center of the Earth. During the flight, the aircraft burns up its fuel, so the weight of the plane consistently changes. Oh boy, I lost my voice a little bit there. Also, the distribution of the weight in the center of gravity can change, so the pilot must consistently adjust the controls to keep the airplane balanced. Oh boy. Thanks, nerd. I mean, thanks, scientist to Huff. Wow. So educational. <laughs> it's all about balance. I'm surprised, in all honesty, I know that they're doing a an average weight, but obviously that could change. You could do this average weight, and then what if you got a bunch of heavier people, excuse me, heavier people on a particular flight or super light people on a particular flight? I don't see how that works. I, I think it would be better, in, in all honesty, that if they just were able to do that as you boarded. Like, have a scale that nobody can see, and as you're sitting there waiting for your your chance to enter the, the plane, it's just, you know, unbeknownst to you, it's, it's weighing you and your luggage. I don't see why that wouldn't be better. Then they could go, okay, guys, we got this many pounds on the plane versus this amount of fuel, blah, blah, blah. This is where we're going, so yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that would be better, but obviously I'm not smart. So <laughs> you guys know this, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got more headlines coming your way, but first bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now use promo code mile high to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do is visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, or you can download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Really easy. And then make sure you use that promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. And if you got a gambling problem, call one 800 Five two two four seven zero zero. Uh this is just something you just don't want to get in trouble for. But it is funny to laugh at, let's be honest. <laughs> A man was arrested for stealing two thousand one hundred dollars worth of toothpaste. Officers were near a a superstore for an unrelated matter last Friday. When they saw a man rushing from an emergency exit, followed by staff going, hey, get back here, you son of a bitch. And then that's how they arrested him. They're like, oh, shit, we're already here. Let's go ahead and arrest the fucker. He had 2,100, 2,100. Let's just call it that. I don't know why I keep saying it that way. $2,100 worth of toothpaste. Who does that? Now, there's no more information on the, this individual and why he was stealing that much toothpaste. But who steals toothpaste, uh, especially in that large of, of, of amount? I don't understand that. It's ridiculous. 
By the way, I just got to say this real quick. Sidetrack. My son just comes down here and interrupts the podcast. And he gave me one of those baby bell uh, cheeses. I can't eat this right now. Yeah, okay. Thanks, buddy. Now, what do you want me to get all farty and bloated? That's what's going to happen, buddy. You're going to be in the car with me later. We're going to drive somewhere. And I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. It's the baby bell. It's coming back to haunt me. My bottom's on fire. Anyway, so it's kind of interesting. I, okay, I'm, apparently this is the thing to be. My daughter just came in, too. I'm just trying to finish this up. Oh, my God, you look amazing today. Your hair looks really good. Um, what an idiot. Why would you, first of all, don't steal anything. That's just moronic. And then, two, you don't steal $2,100 worth of toothpaste. Imagine explaining that while you're in prison. What are you in for? I stole a car, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what about you, Todd? What'd you do? I stole toothpaste. <laughs> well, okay. You better have a fresh mouth then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is something I don't understand. And I hear about it every year. And, and it kind of blows my mind. In, let's see, there's a, in Burlington, North Carolina, every year kids do some sort of senior pranks. And sometimes they're just, they're somewhat harmless, you know. But this one at Williams High School caused over $4,000 in damages. It's bizarre, and it, and it just bugs the crap out of me. It, the reason why I say it's bizarre is I don't understand the mentality. I don't get it. Why do you think that this is funny? Why do you think that this is a good idea? The students that did this somehow gained entry into the, the school overnight and poured cement into the toilets and the urinals. The district says the students involved in the vandalism, vandalism excuse me, face potential suspensions and legal charges. Any seniors that were involved will be forbidden from participating in graduation ceremonies. I, I know that they're saying $4,000 in damages. I guarantee you that number is going to actually go up. Right? If you've ever messed with plumbing, if somehow that cement got deeper down, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause a lot of problems. That's annoying to me. It's annoying to me because... It's not just like you're playing a prank on your friend and, you know, putting a laxative in their, their soda, which I may or may not have done. <laughs> I still feel bad about that one. That was bad. Because one person, we put it in a two-liter bottle, thinking that more people would drink out of it, but it was only one person that drank out of it. And, yeah, I don't need to get into it. I, I'm so sorry. I can't even remember her name, and I feel awful about it. It's horrible. Anyway, <laughs> we all do stupid things, but this is moronic. This is beyond stupid. You don't do that. That, that affects a lot of things. And that, that money, if, if they find out who did it, hopefully they confront the bill. But if they don't, guess who pays for that? The school. And guess who ends up you know, contributing to that? Everybody in the fucking town via taxes and everything else. So fuck those kids for doing that. That's annoying. I hope they get caught. 
And I hope that they pay for that because that's that's ridiculous. I hate that so much. So rude. If, if you're a traveler, if you fly anywhere, and especially if you go in and out of DIA, the Denver International Airport, starting actually, as I record this, today's Wednesday, so this is going to start tomorrow, a lane at the bridge security checkpoint will be set aside for customers who reserve their spot through a program called Den Reserve. Passengers will be able to reserve a time for free with no account or membership required. The goal is to expedite the security process. So what you're doing is you're it's like a call ahead. You're like, I, I want to get in there and get my spot in line for security. I hope this makes it go faster. I feel like that the first few days of this are going to be a bit chaotic, but I think that's really cool. So yeah, they're going to be able to reserve a time for free. And like I said, it's they're looking to expedite everything. And passengers only need to select the airline they're flying with, destination, flight number, and number of people in their party. And a spokesman said, it's a process that exists in 20 other airports throughout the country. That's according to DIA Chief Operating Officer Steven, or Steve Waqueeth. Um, I probably said that wrong. Sorry, sorry, Steve. Hopefully he don't listen. He's like, he's going to say my name. He's going to say my name. And he butchered my name. That son of a bitch. I hate him. He is off my Christmas card list. Son of a bitch. Another innovative tool we are implementing to try to facilitate and improve our customer experience. So I, I, I like that they're trying to do that because that's one of the biggest headaches when you travel through an airport is security. Because you just don't know what you're going to run into. I don't have a problem with going to the gate or anything like that. It's security. That, right? I, You know, and maybe, maybe, I guess the other headache is the potential of losing your bag. Because that does happen. But security is the ongoing thing. Because that's definitely, you're definitely going to run into security uh, every time you go. DIA also plans to add four more TSA lanes at the South Security Checkpoint. In the city council meeting on Wednesday, the airport officials said they hope to open those before July 4th. So a lot of changes coming to DIA security to help make it move faster and more efficiently for you. So that's good. And that's coming within basically a month. DIA said in early 2024, it will open a West security checkpoint, which will have 17 lanes. So yeah, DIA, I know a lot of people bag on DIA, but here's the thing. They're listening. They're listening and trying to improve. That's good. Might not agree with everything they do, but guess what? Hey, they're admitting that there's a problem with security and they're trying to upgrade it. That's what, the way you need to look at it. At least they're trying to improve because how fucking annoying is it when we all see a problem and nobody does anything about it? They're doing it. In fact, we talked about DIA a few months back. And in 2022, a record of 69 million, 286, blah, blah, blah. Over 69 million passengers traveled through 
Denver International Airport. That broke the previous record of just under subtract about 280 passengers from the from 2019. DIA saw a traffic increase of 0.4% over to, uh, 2019 and over 17.8% over 2021. So more and more people are using DIA. They have to make these improvements. And it will be good. It will be good for everybody. Let me know if you experience this, how it's going. And I want you to be honest with it. I don't want the media version of it. I want the true version of it, of somebody that actually goes through it, somebody that observes how are they doing it. I don't want it all, you know, I don't want to put lipstick on a pig on this situation. Let me know the truth to huffuncensored at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my socials at Huff Podcast. Real quick, the Denver Nuggets are taking on the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. It's very exciting. But the one thing that just bugs the snot out of me is how expensive tickets are. There's all these people that love going to the Nuggets game, and they've been through the whole season, and then come the NBA Finals, you know, they jack up the prices. Why? Because they can. Because they can. And that, that, that bugs the snot out of me. I wish that that wasn't a thing, but it is what it is, right? Fox 31 here in Denver did a great little write-up on things you could do for the same amount that it would cost you to get some Nuggets Heat tickets. So as of Tuesday, the cheapest resale tickets you could find were going for right around $653 each. However, there were only two and the most tickets were being sold uh, for were $700 or more, okay? Standard admission tickets sold directly by the official vendor Ticketmaster started at $709 for the base ticket. And with around $106 in fees added, the price would be right about 100 or excuse me, $815 per ticket. If you wanted to attend with someone else, the total would be just over $1,600. So Fox 31 did this great little thing. I like it. I like. I wish more things were comparable to this because it really kind of opens your eyes. Four things you can buy for the price of Nuggets versus Heat tickets. One, Denver has two five-star hotels. Ritz-Carlton, you can get a two-room suite with a king bed and a city view for $1,500 for one night. That's absurd. Ups Better be a nice freaking place to stay. Ritz-Carlton, I want to judge your hotel, okay? Uh, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I want to see what your, your one-night stay is like. Why is it worth it? I'm sure you're going to say it's worth it, but man. Better have some extra benefits if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying that bed's extra vibrating. Woo also for thirteen hundred dollars, you can stay a night in a room at the Four Seasons Hotel with a mountain view. Breakfast for two is also included in that price as well. So that's I guess that's nice. I mean, you get the mountain view. When you get a mountain view here in Colorado, it's beautiful. Okay, it is. Breakfast or two. I mean, but that being said, I, I kind of go back to it. Is it really worth the $1,300? Let me know, Four Seasons. I want to critique it. Okay? I do. I mostly want a free hotel night. That's it. 
<laughs> That's what people do now. God, it must be horrible to run a, a big business like that. Because there's always these like dickhead influencers coming in. Be like, hi, I, I'm an Instagram influencer, an Instagram model. Uh, I want to stay at your hotel for free. I'll give you publicity. Like, no, no, no. So I could only imagine when you're a high-end establishment like this, like the Ritz-Carlton in the Four Seasons, that they get bombarded with that shit on a regular basis. It's got to be fucking annoying. Uh, a new TV to watch the game. That I could see. What What's crazy, though, you can get like an 80-inch Samsung TV for right around $400. So you could buy multiple TVs. And they're like good quality. So they're saying like an 85-inch 4K television. And, and it's much lower than two tickets. Yeah, depending where you shop, you can get some really good TVs. For You could buy like two of them. Instead of going to the Nuggets game for one game. It's ridiculous. An international flight, you and another person could fly round trip for a weekend getaway to Sao Paulo, Brazil in late June for right around $1,200. You could also book a round trip flight to Lima, Peru for just over $835. That's actually not bad at all. I had no idea. A single month's rent in Denver. That's heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. With a median rent price for a two-bedroom uh, apartment in Denver, they wrote just over $1,950 a month. The Nuggets tickets would be cheaper. However, a two-bedroom is not the only option people have. Wow. The desk data reported that a $1,500 rent budget in Denver could get you a 646-square-foot, like, house or excuse me apartment <laughs> god denver jesus so instead of two tickets to thursday's game you could buy a single month of living in an apartment in denver with a little wiggle room to boot is what they wrote so thank you so much to fox 31 kdvr here in denver they always do a good job so thank you guys they actually they do they're a good follow on social media because they'll do some extra stuff you know, fun stuff, fun ways to look at things, and just a good one. Them and, and Denver 7, I think, do an amazing job. I'm bagging on everybody else, apparently. But uh, I, I really like those two. They, they, they tend to think outside the box is really what I'm getting at. So go follow them. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you could, uh, if you have anything that you want to hit on, whether it's just comical that you want to pass along or just a crazy story you want to share, whether it's from you or something you've heard. I love hearing that stuff. Please send it along to huffoncensored at gmail.com or you can find me on my socials at Podcast. And, and like I said, it's, it's always fun to hear from you guys and you guys always knock it out of the park. And, you, and, and the cool thing about that when you send me an email, if you want to be anonymous, because sometimes people... Don't want their name out there. So they'll just be like, hey, can you just say my name is this, even though it's that? Like, yeah, right? Or just say anonymous. That's fine. That, that's the way you can do it if you hit me up on my Gmail, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are amazing. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.